You know people in your church, but do you really know them? Do they really know you? Our suspicion of people grows by the year, and we will only experience minimal growth if we limit ourselves to reserve relationships. It's time to go the second mile and letting down relational defenses. Hey, this is Travis Sagney. Thank you for joining me for the Second Mile Podcast, where we seek to live out the words of Jesus from Matthew 5.41, where he says, if someone forces you to go one mile, go with him too as well. Don't do just the bare minimum as it revolves around following Jesus, but go in and go all the way. And so for these few months, we are actually taking some time to talk about how can we follow Jesus, the second mile, uh, as it relates to groups within the church. And regardless of what you call them in your church, we know this, that this last year has um, revealed something about all of us that we've been told for a long time, but now maybe we're finally believing we actually do need each other. We need the body of Christ. We need people in our relationships uh, that continue to help point us to Jesus. And if we don't have those consistent relationships in our life, it's easy for us on a bad day or even a good day to find ourselves walking away from our commitments to Jesus and our commitments to the church. And so in this time, as people are starting to regather or trying to get over fear about what does it mean to be involved in a church as it relates to everything we've experienced over the last year of life, we do know this, that this type of pandemic and the civil unrest and all the different complications that have happened in 2020 and 2021 have revealed this about us. We do need each other. And uh, one of the things that is so important is that you are involved in a small group of people, uh, regardless of what you call it, so that if you're not there, they know about it. More than just coming to a worship service, more than watching something online, are there a small group of people that whether you meet in person or online, they will know that you're not there. And that if you're not there, they know to come looking for you and not in a scary kind of weird stalking way, right? But just knowing this, that life is difficult and typically it's the isolated person who gets hurt the most. And so with that, are you in a smaller group of people that you were connecting with, that you're watching out for them, they're watching out for you? And so what we've done is we've looked at some of the main values that need to be present in any type of group that's revolving around within a church context. The first few weeks, we talked about the need to have the authority of God's word. The second uh, section, we talked about the maturity needed among the leaders within those groups. But now I want to talk to you about authenticity, a needed element within any type of relationships in Christian community, but that one that is often overlooked. But to do so, we're going to have to do something very important, and that is learning how to begin to let down relational defenses. So it should come as no surprise to anybody listening to this podcast, we all have trust issues, right? Uh, whether it was something that happened in our family as a young child, or just in relationships as we grew up, or just watching the ebb and flow of the way that people can hurt us these days, a lot of times we put up relational defenses. Now, some of that is wise. Uh, I would say that uh, it's important that you might be available for a lot of people, as many as you possibly can, but you're truly only authentic with a few, that really they know exactly what's going on. Sometimes too many people are too authentic with too many people, whether it's anybody that they meet telling them all about their issues or might be blasting too much uh, personal information on social media, whatever it is. Some of us are magnets for such things, but I'm not saying about being um, authentic with everyone that you meet. 
In fact, some people are have shown themselves to be untrustworthy. And honestly, you don't need to reveal too much of yourself because you don't know what they're going to do with it. They may not be helpful in the long run. We're not talking about being um, available in the sense of just making yourself known to every single person you come to contact. But I am saying that it's important that you're authentic with a few, that people really know who you are and what's going on in your life. And, and so the first of my believers as it comes to church, a lot of times we'll find ourselves that we might be present physically. You might be in the room. You might be on the roll. You might be on the roster. might even be present physically speaking. But second mile believers know that there's a difference in being present physically and being present relationally. Uh, Are you at that place, the second mile believer, where you're not only willing to know others, but you're also willing to be known by others, that you're in deep relationships with people? Too often I find that many people who find themselves walking away from church are feeling that church is some type of extracurricular activity to come in and come out of, regardless of what's going on in life. It really depends on if they see it as a need. Oftentimes, you find the people that are very committed to church and growing in their faith are those that see that some of the closest relationships in their life are people within their church, within their group. And if you have a situation where you are on a roll within a church group, but your closest relationships are people outside of faith, well, I can tell you what you're becoming most like. I can tell you who you're probably emulating the most. The People that you have closest in your life will have the most impact on you spiritually. That might be in a positive sense, or it also could be in a negative sense if you're not careful. And so to be able to do that is while we all have hurt in our past, are you able to let down your relational defenses? Not with everyone, but a few someones that you're present with. At the end of the letter to Galatians, the Apostle Paul wrote some important um, messages as it relates to how we should be as the body of Christ. He says in verse 1, brothers, uh, chapter 6, verse 1, brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. Now, let me stop there for a second, because what he's saying is, hey, if someone is caught in sin, he says, brothers, he's giving this uh, signal of that we're supposed to be part of a family. He says, if anybody has been uh, found out to be in sin, Uh, The spiritual people in that person's life should help restore them and restore them in a spirit of gentleness. So it doesn't mean you're policing around and you find somebody and then you just blast them and say that they have no right to be in the group anymore. No, you're saying, hey, you found this out. We we know this and you brought it up to us that you're in sin. And what we're going to do is we're not going to kick you out. We're going to restore you and do it in a spirit of gentleness. And this is so important. So this authenticity that is needed within the groups is teaching us something. We all know that each of us can struggle and each of us are caught in different types of transgressions. But spiritual brothers and sisters know this about each other is that any of us could find ourselves caught in any type of sinful trap. And so to do that is we want to restore people to help them find their relationship with Jesus restored but also their relationship with one another restored. And doing that in a spiritual gentleness reminds us that any of us could be caught in these traps, and all of us need those relationships that point us back to the most important areas in forgiveness and restoration. Now what's neat also about Galatians chapter 6 verse 1 is that after Paul says that you need to restore someone who's in sin, that you're authentic enough to know about that sin and authentic enough to say, hey, that could happen to me, so let me let you back in, right? Is that you restore them in a spirit of gentleness. The second half of the verse, he says this, 
Now keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. And this is why I think authenticity is so very important. Because what the uh, what Satan loves to lie to believers about is that whatever you struggle in, you're the only person who's ever struggled with it in your life. Most people keep things that they're struggling with or anxious about, or that they feel like they're being tempted because they feel like, you know what, probably everybody else in this group uh, is more spiritual than me, and nobody ever struggles with this the way that I struggle with it. And what my experience has shown me is that whenever I have been authentic enough to let down the relational defenses and say, you know what, Uh, I'm struggling in this area right now. I'm really fearful about the future. You know what I've found in every single time I've ever done that? Somebody else in the room is either currently there or has been there. And what happens is, is that we can identify and empathize with one another. And there are also people who can say, let me tell you what I did to get through a time where it was really bad in my life. Or let me tell you what I'm currently doing to endure through this type of situation. And so with this, we're able to watch on ourselves, lest we be tempted as well, is that we're learning from each other's examples. We're learning from each other regarding our successes and even our failures. And you know what happens that when we're willing to let down those relational defenses, sometimes we can shortcut one another and bypass unnecessary pain in our lives because we learned the Cliff Notes version from those who've been with us. And then in Galatians chapter 6, the next verse, verse 2, Paul says this way, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Well, it may seem too simple to say, but I think it's important for us to say as believers that I can't bear someone's burden unless I know about it. And too often in our independence and our really prideful arrogance, we think like, you know what, I can handle all these situations on my own. And to let down my relational defenses and to say that I'm struggling, to say that I'm burdened is a sign of weakness. To say that you're burdened is not a sign of weakness. It's actually a sign of strength. And so for you to be able to say, I'm going to tell some folks in my life where I'm burdened right now. What you've done is you were saying, I trust you. And also, I'm a trustworthy place where you can share your burdens with me. And quite possibly, there's someone in this room that can help, someone in this group that can come alongside and bear that burden with me so that I realize, number one, I'm not isolated. I'm not weird. I'm not in a situation where nobody else is experiencing what I'm experiencing, but I'm I'm allowed then at that point for someone to come alongside and give me wisdom, give me counsel, provide a good framework from which I can think how to endure through such burdens, but also people come alongside and show me how to get out of it. And verse 3 says it this way, For if anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. This is so very important. Because if I think that I am something special, something unique, and what happens is is I'm actually deceiving myself. In reality, I'm nobody outside of Christ. And I'm no different than any other person who's struggling to follow Him. And so as I am allowing myself to be authentic, I'm aware of where my weak areas are or weak areas of the people in my group are. I'm aware of where our burdens are collectively and how we can come alongside individually and help one another out. But if I think that I'm someone, if I think I'm something important, something where I can't let down my relational defenses, I'll never be able to engage in the incredible things that Jesus gave us within the body of Christ. Too many of us have surface relationships that we have gone accustomed to in the church. We need to let down our relational defenses and to know others and also to be known by others. It's so important for our spiritual growth. I hope to see you on the second mile.